to give us overtime. It's not coming around. And the Warriors have got the ball back. And they have capped off a remarkable victory. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Thursday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and comics lounge. We're another member short. Uh, top ropers prioritise the golf over us, but uh, MG is here and with us. And uh, as I say, welcome to you, MG. How are you, OB? It's good to be here. Uh, holding up the fort again. It's a uh, it's a far better show without top rope. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but anyway, you've uh, you've had a big week, mate. What's uh, a few golf prizes here and there? Yeah, I think a bit of anger come out getting left left off the tour late. Ob went out uh, played a played a golf day at Northern uh, for the uh, sponsors here on my cap uh, Clutch and Co. They're the apparel sponsor for uh, for the uh, boys and the masters over there. So they're. Uh, all uh, playing a bit better golf with uh, with the Clutch and Co. But yeah, hosted a um, Tommy Sheridan from uh, Oz America's Aces uh, hosted out at Northern Golf Class there. So yeah, our group with uh, LB uh, Little Birdie joined up with uh, Jimmy from Royal Ace uh, Royal Easy's Burgers and uh, managed to get the win. So won a few prizes and uh, just getting us motivated for the Masters this week. Even though uh, not over there, we have got plenty of representation over there and. Uh, <laughs> Geez, reports over the first three days, it's been loose. Uh, the uh, still in single figures uh, for the hours slept so far and they've uh, into uh, into the fourth day. So it's uh, a bit of carnage over there for the uh, Little Birdie Tour. I've heard they've uh, they've gone hard early. Um, so it yeah. just a matter if they can uh, keep it together. They've got a big four days of Masters golf ahead of them. So uh, yeah. speaking of the Masters, uh, <laughs> who, do you, uh, who do you like there, uh, MG? Yeah, well, they, uh, I did watch the, uh, if you haven't checked it out, uh, check out our, uh, the Golf Masters podcast that the boys did yesterday live from uh, live from Augusta. So uh, they, um, I think both uh, Top Rope and Dogger both come up with the same golfer there. Uh, you can see on the list Cantlay, Patrick Cantlay there on the fifth line at $21, both come up with uh, as their main, one of their main picks, both on Cantlay. So uh, yeah, for anyone who follows the golf, I'm, I'm going to cheer home for uh, one of the Aussies, hopefully. There's yeah, a few, cool. few boys, I think there's four or five good, lads on the tours that were uh, over there with me in 2013 so it's their 10 year anniversary uh to go back and hopefully the second aussie can go so maybe cam smith and uh, jason day of the chips but yeah from a betting point of view ob i think uh myself personally I, even though he's one of the favorites i think it's half to go past uh scotty scheffler at about the 859 dollars i just think he's he he'll give you a show on the sunday and uh you know when he gets the job and done, but he's, he he just keeps winning. This bloke, he's uh, you know like a good racehorse when they're in form. Nothing wrong with hitting the post first. So, Absolutely, he's yeah, in good touch. Plenty of value. Be good to bet in the run. Um, yeah, so check out the podcast for all the bets. And uh, who do you like, Ob? You got uh, I like Zalatoris. Yeah, Will Zalatoris. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. about forty six dollars at this stage. Um, yeah. yeah, I sort of uh, sort of fell in love with him with the uh, the full swing. Uh, he sort of made a bit of a cameo here and there, but um, yeah, no, yeah, he was good. Yeah, I, I, I like him. Um, yeah. I, I sort of I want Brooks to come back into form. I think he's good for golf. Yes, um, he won last week, which um, which should make things interesting as well. And um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Rory uh, complete the slam as well. So uh, yeah. plenty of stories to to play out at the Masters. Yeah, just a note: the uh, nothing for the Irishman Seamus Power. Who had uh, I don't know if anyone has seen it. Woke up this morning, but uh, the par three day was on. They had five aces for the day, and he's actually gone back to back par threes on the eighth and ninth hole. So oh. I'm not sure uh, in the history of golf how many people go back to back in. Uh, it's very it's hard to do in a normal course because you don't have back to back par threes. But that is unbelievable to uh, to hit back to back uh, hole in ones is crazy. And uh, who won the par three? Uh, Hogue. 
Okay, so he can't win. No, he's just, he can't win. He's actually a scratching in the <laughs> yeah, betting. For, that's right. For those of the history of the Masters, no one has ever uh, won the par three comp on the Wednesday and gone on to win the Masters. So it's a bit of uh, yeah problem there. So he's just scratched himself and left early. <laughs> <laughs> Get on the plane and go home. Yeah, but anyway, it takes away uh, takes away a nice little prize there. He so does. AFL news, bit happening, bit happening in the last twenty four hours oh. as well around the Collingwood yeah. Football Club. We'll touch on that soon, but uh, yeah. uh, we'll touch on the good, the bad, the ugly, the good, the crowds. Third biggest start to a season uh, after round th- after three rounds of the uh, the season. Uh, six and nine results under twenty points. Uh, five of those low scoring, but unders games. Uh, the bad, probably the injuries. Uh, West Coast uh, especially. Uh, they've lost seven players for sort of round four, um, which uh, could play into the betting. But um, yeah, yeah it was a lot, lot of injuries going on really early in the year. The attrition rate's quite high, uh, you know, highlighted probably by clubs like uh, West Coast and St Kilda. West Coast, yeah, could lose up to seven players going from round three to yeah, round it's, four. It, so it's a quicker game. It's a quicker game. I think that yeah. uh, there's a few bodies that are sort of uh, sl- yeah. taking their time to. And the to combination catch up. with the harder surfaces, absolutely, of, of coming out of, I guess the. Uh, the, the autumn as well, um, you know, it's a, hit, a few people hitting the deck a bit hard and as you said, the bodies, I, I know things like uh, places like the Gabba, they always say it's very sore, you're very sore the next week after running around on places like the Gabba, so the attrition rate's probably pretty high at this stage. Yeah, survival of the fittest and uh, and the ugly. Uh, I know you want to touch on something which we'll, we'll gloss over, but um, uh, yeah. There's a, couple of, there's a couple of picked from this week, isn't there? No, there are, there are. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to leave the uh, the late news coming out with Crisp in the video. I think that might be a uh, I don't know from my from the early news. I think it's a bit of a beat up. It might sound like it's old news and someone's just kind of uh, picked it up where Collingwood are going three and zero. It's amazing these things seem to come out ob when uh, when sides or players are flying. Um, it seems to be you know and and what comes out of it, what comes out of it. But yeah, I. I think the major um, talking point this week has obviously been talked to death is just the 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 umpiring decision, how they go about it, the whole process of, you know, unfortunately if, if this all of a sudden now there's an accumulation rule um, maybe by f- certain umpires which, you know, adds to the difficulty of the game. And I think overall I think, um, you know, the umpire boss, Dan Rich, is obviously put in a uh, difficult spot. He was more or less, I would it look like he was marched out to uh, – to answer some questions and stuff, but I, di- I just think whatever's whatever's going on behind the scenes, that you know, if if the objective is to make the fans um, appreciate the umpire and their, and how tough the job is, better. I don't understand why um, they want to, you know, make make rules come into play where it makes their their job a lot harder for myself. I, you know, I just don't see. You know, they got a tough enough job as it is. As you said, you know, I was speaking before the show started. Split decisions uh, from often from three sixty, even though they've had an an added umpire this year, um, which I, I think overall is working pretty well. I just think this is a, you know, hopefully it's a one-off um, and it is early in the season, but, yeah, hopefully it doesn't come back to haunt um, a team like the Giants. You know, it didn't cost them the result. It had an influence on it. But, yeah, it's a bad look for the game. And I think when, when, when you know that there's bad decisions, they're talked about often. So I think the AFL would be – wise maybe just to uh, sweep this one under the carpet and move on. I just don't think there needs to be an accumulation of saying that these players have been talking to my ear all day and all of a sudden it gets to a third or fourth quarter and they want to pay it because it's a pile-up effect. Um, the umpire should just be in the in the present, pay the decisions that are there in front of them and uh, not be uh, a part of the game. The easiest thing to do is respect the umpires. They're there to do a job, yep. uh, respect them, and it all goes away. Anyway, big winners of round three, uh, probably Melbourne. 
uh, I'd say, destroyed the Swans. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that game. Um, and, and yeah, they, they came out and went right on the job. It was a pretty solid four-quarter effort. Um, yeah, as we look, to the, as we look to round, uh, the round three results, uh, the Bulldogs, uh, a bit of an upset over your, uh, your lines. Collingwood were very sharp uh, against Richmond. Um, and then, yeah, Hawks and the Kangas down in Tassie. Yeah, I thought, um, you know, Thursday night just keeps dis- disappointing, really. Um, you know, we've had three pretty ordinary games, very low scoring. I don't know what's going on with the Thursday nights. They get the big stage and they seem to put out an ordinary performance. I was, really, I went to the game OB. It was, I, I was there live and, geez, I expected a much better performance from both teams. I know the Bulldogs get away with the win, but, yeah, geez, uh, the turnover rate and everything was was pretty ordinary. Kicking for goal, uh, yeah, walked away wanting my money back, I think. Um, yeah, the Collingwood-Richmond game, obviously that was affected by weather, so that wasn't more of a standard thing. It was uh, more due to the elements, but yeah, Collingwood got the job done. Richmond tried hard. They kept coming, so, um, you know, both both can be okay with that game. Um, yeah, the Hawthorne, a bit of an upset on the Kangaroos. The bubbles burst a bit bit for the Kangaroos, as they said. So their two best midfielders out didn't help? No, the two laid outs of, um, oh, well, Simkin was already out, and then uh, Dave's Uniac on top was, uh, yeah, they both come back for the Kangaroos this week. Uh, Carlton GWS is average standard game for mine. Um, GWS tried hard all day, and Carlton just got the result. St Kilda, uh, Essendon, uh, flying bad. the Saints, <laughs> flying. We'll have a look at the Premiership market in a minute. They'll be right in. They won't be. Um, but yeah, no, not a bad game. Um, it, it was a bit, bit up and down. It's kind of Essendon flattered themselves in the end. I think they kicked a few go- late goals to even up the scoreboard. But yeah, St Kilda for the amount of injuries they've got going unbelievable. Uh, the showdown was. Uh, well, very good for Adelaide. Um, they ran out really strong in the last quarter uh, after Port challenged them. So, yeah, Port, a uh, bit of pressure going on to them now as they travel to Sydney. Uh, Gold Coast in the uh, the upset um, against Geelong and now puts them in a hole of 0-3, which we'll speak about later. As you said, Melbourne, I think, were the winners of um, the round three. They were devastating. As The longer the game went, the uh, better they were. Put 134 points on Sydney does not happen often. And the derby over in the West was... Uh, as expected, I think. I think West Coast, obviously, with the amount of injuries there, uh, they're heading uh, towards the bottom four for sure. And Freo needed a win to uh, get on the board. So, yeah, overall, pretty good round three and uh, plenty of interesting results. As we have a look at the AFL round three betting stats, uh, favourites four from nine, covered the line three of nine, the over total four and nine, still a little bit low scoring. Uh, the home team seven and nine, which uh, which sort of goes to show yeah. um, the home team uh, a bit of favouritism there. And the season, uh, 12 on 27 favourites. Uh, cover the line eleven to twenty seven. The over total fifteen to twenty seven. And the home team uh, still eighteen of twenty seven. There definitely bookies on top through three rounds. As you can see, the outsiders are getting the job done. So big for multi uh, players for the for the books. And uh, yeah, it's pretty high scoring overall. The um, the totals are run at fifty five percent. So yeah, good to see after three rounds. But yeah, the um, the bookies are definitely in front of the punters. Uh, I know we don't have top rope here, but we need to touch on it. I would lo- we need to put this in the vault. But the West Tigers, if they're not the wor- most worst run club in Australian sporting history. I don't know who is. Now, <laughs> they're going awful on field. They've rehired oh, Tim Sheens, uh, who is 95 years old and probably doesn't know how to oh. see a game properly. Right. And then they've now put out an Anzac commemorative uh, jersey. Just off their own bat. Off their own bat <laughs> with a American uh, American helicopter. And American soldiers on it, and then at the launch of the jersey, they have an Englishman, right. an Englishman launching it. Like, come on! Like, the this is so now. And then they lied and said that the Holdsworthy Army barracks have ticked it off. Yes, I saw that. 
and they're redesigning the, the jersey as we speak. That is an absolute disgrace. And to throw on top of that, the CEO's out there throwing balls in the warm-up. Mate, get your off-field stuff right and get off the ground. It is an absolute disgrace, and I need top rope. But this is I, I miss top rope for this. He would go off the long run. It is an absolute farce, that club. We'll put it in the ugly for next year. I mean, they come off um, the manly jumper disgrace last year as oh. well with all that. So, yeah, they've got some issues, the NRL. Oh, it's not like them, though. Oh, but as we have a look at the NRL scores for round five, uh, Roosters 28 to the Eels 20. It was a pretty good game, uh, pretty good game yep. early on uh, last weekend. Uh, the Panthers just destroyed the Raiders. A uh, bit of bit of animosity there. With Jeez, your, they piled, piled it on late. Jamin Salmon just scoring a try late <laughs> to stick it up uh, old uh, Sticky Ricky. The Storm uh, were too good for the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs, a little bit disappointing. Uh, the Sea Eagles and the Knights had a draw, uh, an unexpected draw. Well, uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt. This is what I want to bring up. I think that the uh, top rope took a fair swing at the AFL uh, first up when they when they had a draw and he was talking about don't get an outcome and stuff like that. So we, maybe we'll just shelve this one as well when the, the great man returns from the Masters that uh, even with Golden Point, they can't find a result in the NRL, happy to walk off with a draw. So... We'll just, we'll, we'll just note that down for uh, top rope uh, next week. And uh, Cameron Smith has also said that he doesn't like Golden Point. He prefers the draw. Uh, the Dragons, 38 to 12 over the Dolphins. Dolphins got a few injuries in the Dragons. Anthony Griffin's still under the pump even after that win. You off uh, the Finns? You off the no, fins? No, 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 fins up. No, right. We'll be right. We'll okay. be right. I think they're just uh, just catching up with them a little bit now, the fins up. Uh, the Broncos, top of the table. Oh, and, and scoring zip. plenty. And, are they, they an overs team? Yeah. Ren, Ren Diggity just uh, scoring them up. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors, uh, an upset win over the Sharks there late in the game. Big um, comeback too. They were down 20 nil. 20 nil down they were and they came back in the driving rain. Yes. Um, and the Bulldogs, that was a cracking game. Um, yeah, Matt Burton uh, with a long-range field goal. Yes. Uh, a little bit of a, a comedy of errors towards the end there. But, um, yeah, that was a, a great round of, uh, of NRL action. Uh, yeah, as we look at the round three, uh, sorry, the round five NRL stats, uh, see how the big top rope's going. I know he's not going too well over there, but uh, <laughs> favourites uh, favorites four from eight uh, covered the line four of eight, uh, the over total uh, six of eight. It's a bit more, bit more scoring this week. So I'm yeah, glad top rope's memory. not on. Yeah, I'm glad top rope's not on to, to gloat about that. Uh, home team four of eight, 50%. As we look at the season, uh, he, he started well old top rope. He came out of the guns. But uh, <laughs> as we look at uh, – we'll touch on that a bit later. But we look at the uh, the season stats, the favourites, 22 of 40, the uh, the cover, the uh, 17 of 40, the over total, 19 of 40. So that's um, – even after this week, that's sort of still low. Yeah. Uh, and the home team, 25 of 40. So anything to take out of those ones there, MG? Nah, bookies are on top as well to start the season. Um, just with, the with yeah, four out of eight is pretty even. That's a pretty good week for, for the bookies and how the season's running overall. But, yeah, good to see they got the memo and there was plenty of high-scoring games. And for a guy who loves to watch the NRL, I like to see scoring. I don't like soccer as a general rule. So, yeah, it was excellent to see uh, a lot of 30-30 games, a couple of 40, so it was good. Now it's time for Thursday Lions, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. As we whip into the AFL premiership prices, the Magpies and the Ds equal favourites at $4.80. As you can see, you've jumped on both of the jumpers in the background. Uh, Carlton, seven fifty. The Cats out to nine and the Lions and uh, the Swans at nine at 50 uh, the Tigers, the Dockers, and Port Adelaide in double figures. Yeah, getting plenty of feedback. And, uh, yeah, I remember Billy, a guy sent over the two jumpers for me. He reckons there's only two in it. So he's given me these two uh, 
to uh, put in the background for the rest of the year. He thinks it's Melbourne and Collywood and the rest can feed themselves at the moment. So, yeah, I think uh, I actually think uh, in terms of the betting prices at the moment, I think, you know, even though Melbourne are equal favour around that 480 uh, mark, I, I just think with their draws now open right up and with a lot of clubs um, have, have got their issues, um, pros and cons, uh, I just think, uh, yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne might be almost worth a ticket um, just in terms of, you know, I think they might shorten a point or so, point and a half, all the way up to the buy round. So, yeah, if I was having one pick this week, I, I'd, I'd almost pick Melbourne. I just think they're, uh, even though they've lost Maxi for probably another month, I think they're going unbelievable. Well, Brody Grundy was pretty good uh, yeah, last he week. So he's a, he's a, he's a uh, very handy replacement. As we have a look at uh, the AFL Stings start to the season, uh, round three, four, five, unit bets 11 and a half. Uh, the result plus 6.43 and the profit on turnover plus 55.9% if you don't mind. And the season 13 and 5, uh, 40 units bets uh, plus 14.95 as a net result and the POT plus 37, uh, just over tick over 37%. So uh, solid start, solid start to the stings there, MG. Yeah, no, very good start. A bit like top rope, the, uh, the first month is uh, generally where People who have got a good handle on it or do the research early and stuff like that can get a bit of a jump on the season. So, yeah, no, very happy with that. Won't be handing back that start. And, um, yeah, in what's been uh, a bookie's first three weeks, um, yeah, pretty happy to be dodging the bullets and just uh, just finding a way. So, yeah, 13 wins and five losses, good start. Let's hope it continues this week. Yeah, we don't have top rope. He's over at the US Masters and uh, a beautiful US Masters podcast from over there yesterday. But as we have a look at the NRL Premiership prices uh, the Panthers, uh, $4 favourites there. The Roosters, uh, $4.80. Uh, Broncos at, uh, you know, the $7 mark. They've come in, a, they've come in a, a, a few points there. The Storm, you can't rule them out, nine fifty. The Rabbitohs are, are friendless and, and drifting. They're at 10s. And the Sharks and the, the Sea Eagles are probably the only two that you could see. Uh, the Warriors, who um, who top rope did tip as the uh, the wooden spooner, uh, there on the uh, on the front line of uh, the first page of betting there, uh, MG. Crazy. Yeah, got off to a crazy start, the Warriors. But, yeah, I think uh, I'm just waiting for Top Rope to uh, signal the time to get on the storm. I, I don't think it's too far away. Um, you know, they've had a bit of a rough patch to start with, but I think it's turning players coming back. So, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be diving into the Melbourne storm at some stage. I, here, saw, uh, I saw the Pappenhausen just uh, <laughs> running with Joel Selwood the other day, so he can't be too far away for Pappy. Once he's back, we're uh, where we'll jump back on the storms. We look at the uh, we look at the GGOA for round five. They were three of five, uh, 15 and a half units bet. Uh, just a little bit down there, but minus two point one three and profit on turnover uh, down uh, thirteen point seven four, and the season still ticking away nicely. Twenty one and 14, 83 units bets uh, plus fourteen point oh one of the result, and the POT plus uh, just under seventeen. Uh, 17% there. So um, he started well, but once he gets back from Augusta, it's all systems go and we'll be right back into it. <laughs> if he comes back at all, the way he was talking <laughs> yesterday, very croaky. He just can't handle it. You know, the boy from Orange, uh, you know, he goes over there, gets excited. But uh, just a reminder, if you haven't signed up to the GGOA or the AFL Stings, they're available in the little bit of your live shop uh, for all your AFL and NRL betting markets. Uh, as we have a look at the Thursday night uh, clash in the AFL, it's the Lions $1.95 against the Magpies $1.85, the Lions 2.5 over under 174.5. Uh, bits to play out in this one, I think, uh, in the next uh, little while and be interesting to see what happens uh, just before the bounce as well, MG. 
Yeah, well, hopefully uh, Chris stays in and plays, but he might be a laid out for for this one. But yeah, I think um, just on just on that, imagine he's played 191 consecutive games. Imagine telling his grandkids, uh, "Oh, we had your streak break." Yeah, okay, yeah. just send a couple little pickies uh, to a, to a few people. <laughs> well, hopefully he stays and plays because he's uh, he's certainly going well at the moment. So it'd be uh, a bad loss for him to come out. But yeah, interesting matchup. This it's um you know I'm kind of surprised that uh, I come up actually Brisbane slight favourite in this OB. Um, just oh, Brisbane being back at the Gabba, completely okay. different beast. Um, they've won 11 of their last 13 at home, so they've got a good record. And this is the first time Collingwood are going on the road. They've had all three games from the MCG, so that's got to count for something. It's going to be a really hot day as well um, today, so um, you know, humidity at night could be a bit slippery as well. Um, but yeah, I think that'll have some impact on on the pies. And uh, yeah, they were they were only average last week against Richmond. I know the conditions, but maybe just plateauing a little bit. And this is a big game for Brisbane. They've had a lot of uh, ordinary press going around them after being dismal last Thursday. So I think the bounce back victor here for Brisbane. And I think regardless of Chris coming in or out, I would be surprised if they don't really even up in the betting. But yeah, I've got Brisbane's slight favourite. Um, I think with from the stats, four or five, when they've played each other, that Brisbane have covered, won four straight against Collingwood, and they've also won eight straight Brisbane off a loss. So... Their bounce back is pretty big. So um, in terms of the total points here, I thought it was pretty high, uh, 177 when it opened. Now it's down to 174. The history's got Brisbane 6 of 7 over at the Gabba. So, um, you know, expect points, but I'm just worried about the humidity. So it's probably a wait and see on the total. But, yeah, I, I favour Brisbane in this game. And, and the lights will stay on, mark my words. <laughs> they've been working on them all week. Energex is up there. They've paid up. Yeah, they've paid up. They've paid the bill. They'll be on. As we look at the uh, first game of NRL action, it's the Storm and the Roosters. The Storm at seventy against the Roosters, 215. Uh, the line minus 2.5 over under 39. Uh, top rope has been good enough to give us uh, his preview from the Masters. Very difficult game to start the week. Storm, Roosters, no Tedesco for the Roosters. Uh, Marnus for the good record back there. But there's no Teddy. Storm, the one covered five of the last six against the, the, the Chooks, probably leaning a little bit towards the Storm laying, laying a small, small number here. Dead set. Was that weekend at Bernie's or was that top rope? He does not look well at all. He looks like he's in an ancient castle <laughs> and he's in the Mediterranean somewhere, not the US Masters. What oh, is doing? Yes. Oh, God. We've got, he's got a lot of explaining to do when he gets home. Masters hasn't even started. And he's cast. I hope his uh, life insurance is paid up. Oh, God. Uh, Saturday afternoon, big game at the MCG. Sees the Tigers at $1.48 against the Western Bulldogs, 255. The line minus at 11.5. The over under 164.5. You're in slightly better nick than top rope. What do you think, MG? I'm always in better nick than top rope. <laughs> I'd be worried if I wasn't. Uh, yeah, looking forward to this game, actually. Uh, uh, at the MCG, I think it favours Richmond definitely going back to the MCG. The general rule, they obviously play well there and the Bulldogs dislike mm. the MCG. They like the uh, indoor confines of uh, Marvel Stadium. So, yeah, I think it's a big factor in this, uh, playing at the MCG. And uh, early early eight-point game for these two sides, it's kind of shaping up where I'm not sure both of them can necessarily make the finals. I know it's early in the year, but, yeah, they'll see each other as um, a big win to get over the other. I think with Richmond having Martin and uh, Hopper come back into the lineup as well, be big ins for them. Um Interesting enough, the underdog, stats-wise, the underdogs covered the last nine in this, so it brings the Bulldogs into it. Hard to make a play. I think the bookies have got the market right around the 11 or 12 line, so it's not a betting game for me um, in terms of the line betting. But, uh, yeah, I was really keen on the total here, OB. The bookies 
either they don't check the weather or they misread it, one of the two, um, because they open up 170 and a half. It's just insane. I couldn't get the bet out quick enough, get the guys on a Monday betting. So, uh, yeah, very, very uh, – I think a free leg up to uh, <laughs> to start the week, actually, 170 and a half. It's now moved down as low as 162 and a half, 164, and if the current weather holds tomorrow, it'll 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 get to 160 below. So, yeah, keen on the under. I'm not sure I can tip you in at this stage, but, yeah, if you'd follow the stings and you get the early, then uh, it's what you get the benefit for. So, uh, staying out of the line, Richmond under. Beautiful. Uh, and Simon O'Donnell's son has actually signed for the Western Bulldogs. He's been playing some Premier Cricket. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 197 centimetre. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how he goes in the coming years. As we look at the Panthers and the Sea Eagles, uh, this is a Saturday uh, middle game on Saturday, 5.30 kickoff. Panthers $1.32, the Sea Eagles $3.40, the line minus 9.5, over under 42.5. As we cross over to Top Rope to see what he has to say. Yeah, all over Penrith Panthers this afternoon, laying in 9.5. They had a great record against Manly. They absolutely fly up with their steam coach, 15 of 21, and favored by 6.5 or more. Uh, big spot teams are absolutely flogging teams in the early part of the season, giving Penrith minus 9.5 a huge bet. Oh, he's just, he's seen the sights of the uh, the countryside there. Beautiful birds. Tw- tw- was it twerping in the background? Is that what you say? Twerping, twerping? Um, He'll be at uh, Amen Corner the next shot. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, um, I'm eager to get back to him as soon as we can. Essendon GWS on Sunday, 2.10 at Marvel Stadium. Uh, the Bombers $1.48. The Giants, 2.55. The line minus 12.5 over under 175.5. Uh, Bombers were a bit disappointing last week. Giants were a bit unlucky in a scrappy game up there. Which way are you uh, you're leaning here, MG? Yeah, it's not uh, not two of my favourite sides, but yeah, no, it should be a good match. I think uh, I think GWS here at the value, I think, uh, would be the play. I, th- I don't mind the line here, and also also the stats. The GWS have won four straight against Essendon, uh, so I think it brings them right in. And long term, they've won eight of the last thirteen, so they've got the, the short and the long history covered, and they've got a good eight and five record at covering. So. If anything, they've got the, the wood over Essendon. The dome, I don't think, will, will cause too many issues for them if it, it suits. I, I had GWS about plus six and a half, so uh, happy happy to tip uh, the Giants getting getting about a goal above there. So I think that that's a play there. Um, the worry for me is that the Giants have now lost 11 straight against uh, final eight teams, which is not a great stat, but I'm not sure I'm exactly counting Essendon as a top eight team, so I'm not sure that stat holds true for, uh, for this week. But... Yeah, the play the play in this week. I'm going to the totals again. Ob over one seventy and a half at the dome. I, I think uh, was keen to play this again on the Monday. So yeah, those advantage who uh, who do get the stings and the tips early. Uh, there's only one way traffic since it is now up to one seventy five, one seventy six. So you're already a goal in front. I think this. I, I'd be surprised if this doesn't sh- close to one eighty. Uh, people who still want to bet, but. Yeah, definitely play on the over. I think there'll be points in this game. So. Beautiful. Uh, Knights and the Warriors, uh, Sunday late game uh, there. The Knights $1.95, the Warriors $1.85. Uh, the line is uh, the line's even, and the over under forty two point five. As we eagerly await to see where Top Rope gives us this preview from. Yeah, found the late Sunday afternoon game very hard to bet. Newcastle, New Zealand. Uh, no, no lean either side. The Warriors are short enough. I know they've been in good form, but short enough in a straight hit, dollar ninety. Leave me out of that. No confidence in nice. So I think we're betting this game probably the under. Uh, there's some decent under angles here. Wait to see on weather, but yeah, no early bet here for me. 
Might need to turn the volume up a little bit there, top rope, but uh, that's all right. Uh, we'll get through it as best we can. As we quickly go through the remaining five NRL games, uh, the Good Friday game, the Bulldogs 360, the Rabbitohs $1.29, the line uh, 10.5, the over under 41.5. What are your thoughts there, top rope? Yeah, I think the, think the plus is to be Bulldogs and the Rabbitohs. Not a lot of respect. The Bulldogs have got a lot of injuries to their middles, but plus 11.5 at home in a rivalry game. Uh, Big home underdogs pick up a win early in the year of great records. So they're going to be taking the plus 11 and a half of the good to wear confidence. Yeah. I can see Top Rope's done, <laughs> done his early form indoors and his later form outdoors. Uh, the Cowboys at all 29 against the Finns up 360. The line minus 11 and a half over under 42.5. What's Top Rope thinking? Yeah, North Queensland Dolphins. Uh, Cowboys playing a, a fairly big number here. Dolphins have been ravaged by injury at the moment. Uh, pick of the halves, leaning towards the minus here, but can't, can't get too excited. No, no big game for me. Can't get too excited. Sounds like it. Uh, Broncos at dollar eighteen against the Canberra Raiders, four dollars ninety. The line minus fourteen and a half, over under forty five point five. Let's see where. <laughs> let's see if Top Rope's still alive with this one. Yeah, not the easiest game. Canberra were very disappointing last week, uh, getting a big number. Uh, this week against the Broncos, who are unbeaten, absolutely flying. Got to lean towards the Raiders here. The plus is never any pride at all. Huge underdogs, particularly off getting flogged, have a great record this time of year. So uh, leaning towards the big plus here. Uh, the Titans at dollar seventy-seven against the Dragons two oh five. The line minus one point five over under forty-seven and a half. Uh, which way is top rope leaning? Yeah, with the Gold Coast here, big uh, Dragons do not back up form well. They were very good last week against the Dolphins, but rarely put two together. They are very poor travellers, come to 7 of 21 interstate Titans. They won their last 10 at home as a home favourite. I'll be taking front point. I'll land a small number here, but just don't take the dollar seventy, dollar seventy five available on the Titans. So, uh, chips and Titans here. That's <laughs> the voice on that. Oh, goodness gracious me. West Tigers, $4.30 against the Eels, $1.22. That's the, uh, the Easter Monday clash. The line, 12.5, over under 45 and a half. Let's see how Top Rope's voice is standing up for this one. Finishing off this week with the Easter Monday clash, uh, Tigers and Paramount. Tigers in a huge number here. Uh, Got to be with them. Paramount, Hornaday Core, or the favourite. Uh, look, Tigers, I'm not even playing the same league. They've been absolutely dreadful this year, but I think they can cover this number. This is a real do-or-die game, do game for them, so give me the plus 13 and a half of Tigers. Oh, that is a classic top rope there. But, um, yeah, hope he's having fun over the U.S. Masters. Reminded there are uh, the Masters... Uh, the Masters Stings as well as uh, the GGOA in the LittleBirdie.Live shop for all your NRL betting action for $33 a week. And he has been on fire there. As MG, we whipped through the six remaining AFL games. Uh, the Good Friday Clash is the Kangaroos at four forty. The Blues at $1.19. The Lion, 25 and a half and over under 167.5. What's doing here? It's a decent line here. Um, yeah, good Friday match. Got a different opponent this uh, this time in the Kangaroos. Um, he's, uh, I, the big ins for North, Simpkin and Davies Junior coming back in. So, yeah, I, I can't really find a bet in the line, but if I was going to shade, I'd be shading to North Melbourne side. Um, big line at 25 and a half. The concern with me with the Kangaroos is just how they're going to stop uh, with Logue out and McKay not coming up is how they're going to stop his brother, McKay and Kurnow. So if if they allow Cripps to run right in the midfield um, and they get enough supplies, I think that's going to be the Achilles heel for North. So it uh, might be a tough one. But um, 
I think um, I think the unders a play here under one sixty eight and a half. I, I think there's a little gap there for for punters. Two ordinary sides. Carlton love to shut the game down, so I don't think there'll be too much scoring. As we look at the next game, it's the Crows a dollar seventy against the Dockers two oh eight. The line minus three point five over under one fifty nine point five. The Dockers are in Adelaide for the whole week, uh, leading into gather round as well, which might uh, make uh, make it interesting next week for the Dockers. Two week holiday, like it. Um, yeah, I I had um, the Dockers uh, favourite in this game, so I am with the Dockers at plus three and a half. Um, I know they've got to travel at Adelaide, but yeah, I think they're a better side than Adelaide. I think Adelaide are on the way up, but no, Frio would definitely mark this one as a in the win column. Um, surprise that the the market and the bookies have, have continued that way. So I know Frio are off a six day break and they've got to travel. Um, if you remember last year, they played an unbelievable one point game. Uh, I think where the Frio guy knocked it back off the line um, to hold on to the win. So they like a close contest, but yeah, I like Fremantle staying out of the total. Beautiful. As we look to the next game of AFL action, for the punters out there, the Swans are dollar thirty-five. The Power three oh five. The line minus eighteen and a half. The over under one seventy-four point five. The Power needs to do something and need to do something quickly. Yes, the pressure is mounting quickly, and I think the death knells come out when the uh, president comes out and says the coach is safe. Never goes well for. Uh, for the poor coach, but yeah, I think uh, geez, they were both disappointing last week. They both got blown out in the mm. fourth quarters. Uh, Melbourne absolutely crushed Sydney as the longer the game went. Adelaide, after Port challenged them, put them away as well. So both on the rebound factor here. Sydney off a six-day break. Um, Sydney at home have won nine straight, so I think that's a key factor. And also at night, they've uh, they've covered six straight as well. Sydney, so uh, even though the line's nineteen and a half, I. I I just think Sydney have probably got the win in them. Whether they can cover the nine and a half is uh, is yet to be determined. But I think the play here is the total over one seventy and a half. It's moved to one seventy four. Uh, I think it'll keep continuing a little bit. Uh, I just think there's points in this game. Uh, Port have had eight straight over games now, so um, you know they do like to score. Average so far, Sydney have um, been in one hundred eighty one point games, and Port are averaging two hundred. So I think uh, there'll be plenty of points at the SCG, like the over. As we look at the mighty Sainers against the Gold Coast Suns, the Sainers $1.48, the Suns $2.55, the line minus 12.5, over under 161.5. I don't bet, but I like the Suns. You like the Suns? I you like are the a Suns. fan of the Suns. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you, EOV. Even though uh, Sydney, uh, St Kilda, sorry, are 3-0, they're undefeated. Uh, got a bit of a poor win against Essendon last week, and the Suns got over the Cats to get their first win on the board. Uh, Stat-wise, St Kilda have won seven uh, straight head-to-head. Uh, they're on the confines of the Dome. Uh, they do have a lot of injuries, but they have covered four straight as well, the Saints. So the stats are probably with them. Um, the Gold Coast also off a six-day break and have to travel as well. So that's always a factor for me. I don't think there's too many points in this game. Uh, totals seven of nine going under. So the way St Kilda do love to shut down the game. Always uh, close games though. The Saints and the uh, the the Suns. Yeah, well, I think that's close. what the punting public seeing. So they opened sixteen and a half in this, and now it's down to twelve and a half ob. So the uh, the punting public agree with you, and I think as you said, they shut it down low total. I think the game could be tight. So yeah, if you're going to have a bet on the line, it'd be Gold Coast and shade the under. Uh, West Coast versus Melbourne is the Sunday night game. The Eagles eight dollars injury ravaged against the Demons, who are looking sharp. A dollar oh six, a line forty four and a half over under one seventy four point five. Complete mismatch. Um, yeah, that um, Melbourne do have to travel to Perth, which is never ideal. Uh, the lines already jumped from forty two and a half to forty four. 
Uh, it's probably about right. It's pretty hard to tip a, a side away from home going to Perth at the forty-four. But this could be uh, this could be a bashing in West Coast. Have just got no no players left. They could lose up to seven players from last week. Just carnage for them. Um, they've lost nine out of their last twenty-one. It's hard to make a case for West Coast. And if Melbourne don't treat it as a getaway holiday, they could put up a big number here. So yeah, hard to tip. But yeah, this could be uh, destruction for West Coast. Uh, the final game for AFL Round 4 is the Easter Monday Clash. The Cats are $1.16, the Hawks four eighty. the line minus 30 and a half. The over-under not up yet as it is uh, a long way out from the game. Uh, probably just look at conditions and look at uh, team selection there, MG. Yeah, early market suggesting the toes about the 167 mark at the moment and with weather on the way forecast, I think it's a wait and see on the total at this stage. Um, interesting, there's no panic yet in the Geelong camp, even though they're on three. Um Definitely wouldn't want to drop this game, but they've got Hawthorne and West Coast in the next two weeks, so I think they'll just uh, find a way to balance up, and then in a fortnight's time, we won't be worried about them. They'll be back at two and three, so I think they'll get the job done. The line's the line's pretty much where where I thought it may be. I thought it'd come back a little bit, open 32 and a half, now down to 30. It may creep into the high 29, so if you do like Geelong, I'd suggest wait till Monday to bet, and if you like Hawthorne, you're probably better off betting early, but... Um, for the stats-wise, Geelong, seven out of eight uh, day games, they've won at the G, so they really do play well there. And Hawthorne have covered seven of the last eight against Geelong. So these two have got, a, obviously, a long history. Uh, they don't like each other, and a lot of the games do come down to close close results. So uh, I think the line will keep trickling down for that, and I'd stay tuned to the weather. Also, if the weather does hold this current forecast, you'd expect the line to keep coming back to fall in line with the total if it's going to be uh, a wet day as well. So. Wait and see on that game for Easter Monday. Beautiful. Thank you, MG. A reminder, AFL Sting's available for $25 a week in the LittleBooty.live shop for all your AFL betting action. That's a wrap for this week's Thursday Lines. Thanks to MG and thanks for a croaky top rope for sending through his uh, his analysis for us. Hope uh, he survives. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he comes back next week in uh, in good nick. We've got plenty to discuss and plenty to get into him about. Uh, a reminder, you can follow us on YouTube. You can find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. You can follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Join us next week. Punt well, punt responsibly. Have a great weekend, punters, and have a very happy Easter. Thank you.